What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of I Thrive Radio. Uh, hope you guys are having a great start to your week. Um, I'm really pumped because we just recently, um, over the past couple of days, hit over 2,000 total downloads on this podcast. Super excited. This was actually a milestone that I wanted to hit by the end of 2020. Um, but because I had my uh, RD exam scheduled for the very end of 2020, that last month or so, I just was completely focused on that. I couldn't really focus on the podcast because I just wanted to pass that exam more than anything. Um, so I put the podcast on the back burner and we fell just a little bit short of that 2000 goal. Um, but we hit it within the first couple of weeks of, of 2021. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I have, um, you know, some really big goals as far as podcast downloads um, by the end of 2021, by the end of this year to just far surpass what we did last year. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, but today, uh, we're going to talk about cardio and uh, building muscle. Uh, so if you're somebody who wants to get jacked in 2021, um, you'll definitely want to listen to this, especially if you're somebody who wants to know how to fit cardio into the mix when you are doing some kind of strength training or lifting program. Um, so before we get started, first, we probably should define um, what cardio actually is, right? Like I'm, we're going to talk about cardio. We're going to throw that word around. But what exactly is cardio? So um, in probably the most simple sense, cardio is essentially aerobic exercise that stimulates or strengthens the heart and lungs. Uh, so the overall purpose of cardio is um, – basically to improve the cardiovascular system um, or improve the heart and the lungs. Um, so the goal of cardio isn't necessarily to, you know, stimulate muscle growth. So if muscle growth is our goal and we're doing something that doesn't really directly um, improve the outcome of our goal, um, we have to think about, you know, what other um, variables it might affect because um, it could have a neg negative effect on our muscle growth, which we'll talk a little bit um, about later. Um, so, the broad sense cardio, um, we already kind of defined what cardio is, uh, but there are three basic um, intensities of cardio. So there's high intensity, uh, which is what you would think of as far as probably like sprinting or plyometrics, something that um, is really quick burst of energy, um, get your heart rate extremely high for a short period of time with then kind of like a long rest and then another um, period of getting your heart rate up super high, et cetera. Um, the second kind of mode of cardio is moderate intensity. So this would be more like jogging at a steady pace for, um, you know, maybe 20 to 30 minutes or so. Um, and then there's low intensity, uh, which is like walking or walking on an incline, something that you could easily kind of have like a normal conversation with. Uh, maybe, you know, you'll be just a little out of breath, but you should be able to talk while doing low intensity cardio, um, pretty easily. Um, so should you do cardio if you want to build muscle? Um, so we kind of have to answer this question for all three types of cardio because, um, they all have different effects kind of on muscle growth. Um, but for all three types, um, obviously my answer will be, it depends. Um, but we will cover each one kind of more in depth now, um, and give you some good takeaways, some pros and cons of each, um, when you're thinking about adding it into your, um, training program. So, um, the first one, high intensity cardio and lifting. Um, so high intensity, um, something unique about that, you know, you're doing like really hard sprints for maybe 10 seconds at a time, 
um, or plyometrics, like we mentioned, um, that type of cardio will stimulate a little bit more um, uh, muscle fiber recruitment compared to the other two um, muscle fibers. Because when you think about, you know, you're doing like a weightlifting um, set, you might be doing, you know, like a set of 10 and it's around 30 seconds, uh, but each rep is around, you know, three to four seconds, high intensity, right? Um, so high intensity cardio is the most similar to basically um, doing a set of squats or something. Um, now it's not extremely similar, but compared to the other two types of cardio, it is the most similar. So um, the adaptations that we'll get from high intensity cardio are going to be um, more similar to the adaptations we'd get from lifting compared to moderate or low intensity, right? Um, and part of this has to do a little bit with muscle fiber recruitment too, um, with um, high intensity cardio will recruit a little bit more type two muscle fibers, uh, muscle fibers that usually um, work in high intensity ranges and that have more um, potential for growth. And those are the ones you kind of stimulate when you're lifting. So you're going to stimulate similar muscle fiber recruitment, at least more similar compared to moderate or low intensity cardio. Um, so this type of cardio, if you were to do it, it could stimulate some muscle growth actually. Now it's not going to be um, nearly as much muscle growth as what actual lifting um, would stimulate, but uh, nonetheless, it could stimulate some. Um, another kind of pro of this kind of um, cardio is that it takes very minimal time to complete. So you could do like a high intensity interval training session after um, your strength training, and it might take only an extra like 10 to 15 minutes to do. You know, you sprint for, um, you know, maybe 10 to 15 seconds, and then you rest for a couple minutes, sprint to 10 to 15 seconds. And after 10 minutes of doing that and repeating that, you're going to get maybe six really hard sprinting sessions in. Um, and that is an exhausting um, hit workout. Um, and it takes a short amount of time. Uh, but there definitely are some cons of this um, kind of type of cardio and adding it with lifting. Uh, number one is that it has a very high recovery cost. Um, meaning that it just takes a lot of resources to recover from a high intensity, um, cardio session. Um, it takes more calories, takes more protein, takes more nutrients, um, takes more time, uh, to recover from this type of cardio compared to the other two types of cardio. Um, and this is also why it's probably not a good idea if you were doing like a sprinting session or something to do it either right before your like lower body or leg day, um, or, don't even do it the day before. You might even want to do it more than two days before just because it might take you a day or two or maybe three to fully recover from those high intensity sprints um, to where you're going to feel your best going into your actual um, leg training session. And if your goal is to build muscle, you want to be prioritizing your um, actual lifting sessions more than your cardio sessions. Um, and this could potentially take away from your lifting performance. If your recovery... Um, isn't as optimal as it could be, you know, you could be going into that lifting session, feeling a little tired, your legs could feel a little sore from your running or your sprinting. Um, and that's going to affect how many reps you might be able to get, um, from set to set throughout your leg day. And the less reps you're able to get on your leg day on your workouts, um, the less actual muscle growth you're going to be stimulating over a long period of time. Um, and this type of cardio, uh, is usually, um, pretty high stress, high fatiguing, uh, both physically and mentally. You think about um, the mental fatigue or the like mental um, 
uh, I guess, hyping yourself up that you have to do to maximally sprint for 10 to 15 seconds over and over and over, maybe 10 times um, within a uh, hit session. Uh, that takes a lot of, um, you know, mental discipline to go through that. It's mentally exhausting, uh, psychologically tiring. Um, so you have to think about that too, because if your lifting sessions are pretty high intensity, um, you know, you have that psychological fatigue all in all of your lifting training sessions, and then you have to carry that over to your cardio sessions if you're doing them uh, directly after or even the day after. Um, and it's just another kind of mental or psychological toll, and you have to kind of get amped up for those, um, you know, 10 to 15 second sprints if you're actually going to do high intensity. Now you can half-ass it, um, but if you're half-assing your sprints, then is it really high intensity? That's a good question to ask. Um, so those are kind of the bullet points for high intensity cardio and lifting. So essentially, um, it's pretty similar as far as muscle fiber recruitment to um, lifting compared to the other two types, but um, takes a lot of uh, recovery resources to recover from it. Um, and it's also highly uh, stressful and high fatiguing. Uh, so the second type, uh, moderate intensity cardio. Um, so this type of cardio stimulates more um, uh, type one fiber um, conversion. So basically when we're doing exercises and we're, if we're doing like a strength training program and it's uh, mostly just lifting, not as much cardio, uh, we can actually convert kind of more of our muscle fiber types to type two, which are the types that um, do more high intensity work and have more of a potential to grow more. Um, but the more we do kind of cardio and we kind of like shift away from that, we can actually convert some of our muscle fiber types from type two to type one um, and moderate intensity. So like jogging at a moderate pace, maybe you're jogging at, you know, six miles per hour or so for um, 20 to 30 minutes. That will um, kind of stimulate more conversion to type one fibers, um, which have like less potential for actual like size or muscle growth. Um, another kind of con of uh, moderate intensity, or it could be a pro, could be a con, depending how you look at it, but it takes a moderate amount of time, moderate intensity, moderate amount of time. Um, you get it. So high intensity, you might be able to get a good high intensity workout in 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, moderate intensity might take around like 30 minutes, um, depending on what um, exact speed you're going at. Uh, now, as far as recovery, um, there's a slightly lower recovery cost of this compared to high intensity. Um, even though it takes a longer period of time, you're just not going as high of intensity um, with your running sessions. You're not going as high of a speed. Um, so our muscles and our joints will just typically recover a little faster from moderate intensity. Then um, this could be seen as kind of uh, moderately stressful um, and moderately fatiguing, maybe even high stress and high fatiguing, depending on you know what exact type you're doing. If you're running for 30 minutes straight jogging, um, that could be seen as uh, very high stress and high fatiguing. Um, but it also depends on how long you've been doing this too. If you've been doing moderate intensity for a long period of time, you're probably pretty adapted to it. And um, the amount of actual like mental stress and psychological stress it causes you doing it um, is a little lower. Um, but nonetheless, it still is um, pretty fatiguing in all those areas too. Um, so now the last type of cardio, low intensity cardio. Um, so a downside to this type of cardio is that it takes a much longer time to complete. So if you're going to um, walk on a treadmill or walk on an incline, um, as far as at least burning the same amount of calories, it's going to take longer to burn 300 calories 
walking um, versus 300 calories doing like high intensity. Um, but a good thing about low intensity is that it doesn't really stimulate um, that much of a conversion of muscle fiber types. It just doesn't really stimulate the muscles much at all um, just because the intensity is so low. You're not really pushing yourself. You're just usually just walking with your body weight. You're not really pushing the speed. Um, so it doesn't really have that huge of effect on um, converting like type two fibers to type one or type one to type two. It just kind of um, general just keeps everything stagnant. Um, a good thing about low intensity cardio is that it has a pretty low recovery cost. Um, so it might take you a day, two days, three days, like I said, to recover from a high intensity cardio session. Um, and it might take you one to two days to recover from a moderate, moderate intensity cardio session, but low intensity cardio session, you're probably able to recover within the same day, um, at the most, um, going into a leg day. Um, another pro of low intensity cardio is that it can be pretty relaxing and fun depending on, um, what type you're doing. Um, maybe instead of just walking on an incline, maybe you go on a hike with, um, you know, your significant other or your family, and that can be seen as something that's fun and relaxing, um, and not really seem like actual like work or planned exercise that you're going to do. Um, another pro of low intensity cardio is it can stimulate, um, more blood flow to the joints, to the tissues. Um, and that could help with stiffness and also keeping your joints more fluid. Um, now the other types of cardio can do that as well, but they, like I said, they take more recovery resources away, um, where low intensity cardio doesn't really, um, take many, uh, recovery resources to, um, feel good going into your next training session after. Uh, so I've kind of talked about this for all three of these, but the biggest factor that we want to think about when we're thinking about adding cardio into our training sessions is the recovery that it costs us. Um, because recovery is finite. We don't have an unlimited resource or an unlimited tank of recovery to kind of pull from um, week to week or day to day um, to just get continuous um, adaptations. You know, if that was the case, we would just continue to add more, more reps, more sets over and over and over and over until we're doing, you know, a hundred sets per workout or something and just get enormously jacked. Um, but that's not the case because we can only recover from so much work. Um, and what we can't recover from, we can't adapt to, um, and actually progress from. Um, so think about, you know, your recovery as kind of like a gas tank. Um, so let's say if you only have $30 to put towards your gas each week, um, and each week you have $25 worth of gas um, that is spent from just driving to and from work. So after driving to and from work, you have basically $5 left worth of gas each week to spare. Um, but let's say one week you decided to drive to your friend's house, which was 40 minutes away. Um, and then you decided to go visit family, which is 35 minutes away. And um, that was in the middle of, week, middle of the week. And that costed you maybe... Um, let's say $15 of gas. Um, so that's going to leave you $10 of gas short um, to go to work on Friday. And if you do that and you're living maybe paycheck to paycheck and you literally don't have any more money to put towards money for gas, um, then you won't be able to make it to work on Friday. So just like you're lifting to kind of maximize muscle growth, um, if you are doing that and then you add in a bunch of cardio, 
um, that's going to take away some of your recovery from your lifting sessions. And then if you do that too much, then you won't have enough recovery in your recovery tank to um, actually recover and adapt from your lifting training sessions. Um, so that's the biggest factor that we want to think about when we're thinking about adding cardio sessions on top of actually lifting maybe four or five, maybe even six times per week. Um, so why do, fee- why do people feel the need to add cardio in? I feel like a lot of times when I'm talking to somebody, um, they're talking to me about lifting and then they start lifting and they want to build muscle and they're like, okay, so should I add in any cardio? Like how much cardio should I add in? Um, and I think the reason why a lot of people believe that they need to add cardio in is because they think it will somehow limit fat gain. They think that there's something special about cardio that burns fat. Um, but really the only thing that, uh, makes cardio possibly good for losing body fat is just the amount of calories that you burn when doing cardio. It doesn't have any special, um, fat burning properties compared to lifting, um, other than it just burns calories, but I mean, lifting burns calories too. Um, and honestly, the amount of calories that are burned from doing cardio is a little irrelevant if you are already tracking your food intake anyway. Um, because if you're tracking your food intake and you're creating, um, a 200 cal- or let's say a 400 calorie deficit, um, from tracking your food intake, um, if you add in cardio and let's say you burn an extra 200 calories from cardio, you'll just be able to eat 200 calories more and maintain the same deficit, or you could have just decreased 200 more calories and then created the same deficit. Um, so it's literally just a tool as far as when it comes to altering body composition, it's literally just a tool to, um, create possibly a bigger calorie deficit. If you absolutely don't want to, um, take away any more food. Um, plus, you know, if your goal is to maximize muscle growth, uh, you want to be in a calorie surplus anyway. You don't really want to be in a calorie deficit if your ultimate goal is to build muscle at the time. Um, so if you're do if you're doing like five lifting training sessions and then you add in 300 calories worth of cardio a couple times a week, um, that's just 300 extra calories of food you'll have to eat to make up to that to make sure you're in a calorie surplus anyway. Um, which if you're somebody who loves to eat a lot, maybe. Um, that could be beneficial though. It still is kind of the cardio is taking away from your recovery from your lifting sessions. But, um, if you're somebody who really struggles to get in the amount of calories you need to be in a calorie surplus, adding in cardio is just making that even harder for you. Um, so it's, if you're in that case, it's probably not a good idea to add in really any cardio at all. Um, so why not just um, not do any cardio? Like w- what would be the benefit of doing any type of cardio, even low intensity at all? Um, I would say it's probably a good idea to get some type of movement in. Um, it doesn't have to be like planned cardio. Like I'm going to go on the elliptical for, um, 30 minutes at a low intensity, or I'm going to walk on a treadmill, um, at a low intensity for 40 minutes just to get steps in. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but it is probably a good idea to get movement and steps in. Um, for one psychological benefit, um, just getting general movement in, moving around, getting steps in and not just sitting around all day can definitely help your mood, help you um, feel more positive and decrease your stress. Uh, It can also improve digestion when we're sitting around a lot, our digestion actually slows down. So um, getting up, moving around can help to 
um, get things to pass through at a more regular pace. Um, and I think there also can be a possible training benefit, you know, if you're keeping things low intensity and it's just simply just um, moving around. Um, it, you can have better blood flow, like I mentioned before. Uh, you can have better flexibility. Your joints might feel better. Um, I've had some of my best uh, lower body training sessions after I have maybe a morning where I was running a bunch of errands, um, walking around, um, not at a super fast pace, but at a, you know, a moderate pace, just walking around, getting steps. And I've had some of my best leg days after a day of walking around a lot. Um, cause just my hips don't feel as tight. My lower back feels, um, nice and, you know, flexible, um, warmed up, um, my joints feel better. Um, so I definitely think that, even just general movement throughout the day can have a huge benefit on your training performance um, as opposed to just kind of sitting around um, all day. Uh, but I do have a tip and that would be to try and get um, your low intensity cardio in or steps or movement. Um, I don't like to say cardio because it makes it seem like it has to be, you know, planned um, throughout the day and you have like a certain time period you have to do it. And, you know, it's like another piece of work you have to do. Um, but just try to get low intensity movement throughout the day by things like hiking or walking your dog. Um, maybe if it's just, you know, 10 minutes, a couple times a day, um, take walks with family, um, do just random active tasks around the house or activities outside. Outside would be great. You can get some sunlight, um, you know, in the warmer months. Um, but just activities and things that don't really feel like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to just walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes to get, you know, a couple of thousand steps in. That feels like a chore. It feels um, a little more mentally draining than, you know, I'm going to go outside and, you know, enjoy, enjoy some sunlight and take my dog for a walk. Um, you know, put on a podcast too. Put on um, I Thrive Radio, you know, when you're doing your uh, low intensity cardio throughout the day. Uh, put on some good music, do something like that. And that can make um, getting just general movement throughout the day just a little more enjoyable and less stressful um, and could actually, you know, relieve some stress. Uh, so hopefully this podcast episode was helpful for you guys. Um, as always, uh, click the link in the description. Um, if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, I am taking more clients, especially for the um, next couple of months in the beginning of the year. Um, click the link in the description to schedule a free call. You can schedule a free call directly. You'll just have to answer a few questions about, you know, what your goals are and things like that. So I have a little bit more information on you. We can jump on a call, talk about, um, you know, what a good plan for you would be if, um, my program is right for you and things like that. So, um, would love to talk more with you. Hope you guys like this episode and I will see you guys in the next one.